I think if I just keep it small enough, I don't mind shipping it. Yeah. I think that's a small price to pay. Time only knows the price we have to pay or something like that. How does it go? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Time will say nothing, but I told you so. Time only knows the price men have to pay. If I could tell you, I would let you know. Ah, if we should weep when clowns put on their show or stumble when musicians play. Um, something, something, something. Time will say nothing, but I told you so. You're recording already? Yes, I'm trying to impress everybody with my odd, and, but it's not turning out very impressive. <laughs> so we can we can talk a minute. Uh, you So this is what happens when um, you have to record a podcast and... One of us gets sick. I don't know if you can tell. Uh, the sick one is, is Edwin. It's me. I'm dying. I'm languishing over here. Uh, which is kind of funny because we were going to talk about fibromyalgia. Yeah. But this is like a different kind of sick. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't want to be talking most of the time for this. Which, yep. if we were talking about the aforementioned... The fibro. The fibro. Which is funny because, like, you know, you start mispronouncing it. It's like it starts coming out fine, bro. Fine, bro. Feeling fine, bro. And you're like, no, that's not how. No. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I said, Edwin, what do you want to do about this? I'm sick. And he's like, oh, we'll do what anybody in their right minds would do when they're sick is just do a recap show. Yes. Filler episode. Coming right at you. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means, but I don't care anymore. So. <laughs> and, uh,. So, why don't, why don't you tell us what that means, Edwin, and what we can expect uh, from this, uh, or, or maybe we can't expect anything. I mean, no one ever expects the Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition! I know, which one do I put in? Do I put in, like, no one expects the Spanish Inquisition, or, like, the Inquisition? Two clips after each two, other. Oh, two clips. It's so Whoa. whammy. Two Double. for the price of one. The Inquisition, what a show. The Inquisition, here we go. We know you're wishing that we'd go away. But the Inquisition's here and it's here to stay. Is it, isn't it a double whammy, not just a whammy? Yes, it is a double whammy. So what is a whammy? It's 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 one double whammy. It's, it's the double whammy singular. Mm. But is it a whammy if it's singular? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Ducks Never Waver Lunch Break, where you get food for thought and can rejuvenate to Sally Forth. Join the dynamic duo, Edwin and Megan, as they explore topics of gravitas and pomp brought to the brink of absurdity and thrown off down, down, down the precipice of ridiculousness. But we're not talking about that. Vitamins. No, but we are brought to you by AG1. I wish. It would be fun. I can't afford AG1. I need sponsorship. I can't can't afford it. Well, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do a recap of the year... The past year and some change. And I thought that was a clever title because it was 
a year and, some, and yeah with a change that's happened or hasn't happened you know it it's just clever it's witty there has been change yes there has been change and we, and we'd like to talk to you our kind listeners about that yeah and really and, just make this about our gratitude for the people who are still listening and the and just the fact that ha- we're thankful that we can do this even if yeah. nobody was listening i'd yep. be really happy for this yeah, maybe, time and space maybe get into why we do this and just but no really thankful for everyone who listens and everyone who has donated so that we keep a little bit more motivated like like edwin said like we would still be doing this but it might look a little bit different if no one was listening yeah but uh we definitely would still want to do this we uh, just it, i think I the think fact I, that... I think i would put less effort into the production side of it yes if no uh, one was listening yeah We'll we'll get into production notes later, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll get into everything later because anything after this point when I stop talking is later. Anything you say at all would be later. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say may be used against you in a court of law. Exactly. So if it happens at all, it will be later. Uh, but uh, I, I'm trying to be like the teasing, but then people are like, that's annoying. You just need to say it. So I'm saying like, oh, we'll get to that later, which I agree. Like when everybody's like, oh yes. And we're getting, we're coming to an interesting point and we're going to step away from it because we have to talk about that later. And that's annoying. And then you kind of forget about it. And yeah, then it's not then interesting it, then it's anymore. Not interesting anymore when they get to it and you're like, huh. That's it. I was on the edge of my seat for that. Yeah. It's like <sighs> kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. For those for those who don't hear, <laughs> who, who don't <laughs> who don't know, don't see auditory <laughs> effects. How would I say that? Um, Edwin scooted to the front of his chair and then he slumped back yeah. dramatically. Yeah, you had to be there. It was quite a moment. I I think what we want to talk about this evening is how we started our our humble beginnings, mm-hmm. why we started. And oh, we're, we're going that far back? And and where we hope we are. Like oh, so this is, and... this is the Ducks Never Waver Lunch Break retrospective. Yes. This is like the PBS thing that like you try to like, get money for. Yeah. And, like, and then they, like, qua- they get to the interesting part and then they cut away to the like, you need to sign up and give us hundreds of dollars for this DVD set. And if lines are busy, please don't stop calling. <laughs> exactly. Mom and I always use those opportunities to just mock how silly their dresses look. <laughs> well if people could see us they would see just how silly i look in in my work duds you look less silly than me i'm in my pjs <laughs> which i feel like that's like so millennial millennial and just so like oh yeah you work at home so you work in your pjs and i'm like no i uh, i do yeah. i love to work in my pjs that's i why, just that's why i do this honestly that's why we were homeschooled too Mm-hmm. I I love that we've come up with this whole new class of of clothes, loungewear. Mm-hmm. They're PJs, but they're not Athleisure. really leisure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is PJs we're allowed to go outside in. Yeah. And your mom was like, "Go put some clothes on." No, no, we're actually allowed to wear them. Yeah. No, and that's and you know like all the whole trends of like, oh, you have to get ready all the way to be productive and blah 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 blah. And I feel like productivity is such a scam, though. It really is a scam. I have gone through all the layers, people. Like, I have gone through the, I'm going to get totally, totally dressed every day and be so productive. And what I found is, and I would just stay home and, like, be working, you know? Mm-hmm. And what I found 
is that it's really tiring to, <laughs> to put yeah, that effort that in. effort into your clothes. But it's also tiring because you have so many more clothes you have to put away and wash and wash and just and then you just like end up with this huge pile of clothes on your chairs because you've only been home and your clothes aren't dirty. So then you're just like, I'll wear it again. They're in the sweet spot. They're in the sweet spot. They're like not fresh, but not dirty. Yeah. And so it just kind of becomes mayhem. So what what I do now is I just find comfy outfits uh, and I just kind of like have one for a week. (laughs) I swap. I don't know if that's really gross to people. I mean, if it gets dirty, obviously I'll change what outfit it is. But if it's not dirty, I'm just like, I'm just working at home. Nobody sees me as comfortable. Yeah. I don't well, know. It doesn't really bother me. I, I, like when I have to go to a doctor's office or some sort of appointment, then I'll dress up. Yeah. Because then it makes a difference for how I feel about myself. But when I'm home working and taking pictures, I can't be wearing a nice outfit because yeah. I'm just like crawling around on the floor. Well, isn't there this whole theory that we overwash our clothes? Oh, the whole laundry system. Yeah. Well, it's just also like realizing how harsh laundering is on your clothes. Yeah. Like, you have that agitator, which, I mean, the front loaders, and I think they're getting away from having agitators. That really helps when you have it just tumble, but agitators are really bad for your clothes. Right. Because they're agitating it. And, like, that's the interesting... That's the thing, because, like, there's a lot of, like, pulling, actually, on with when you have an agitator laundry, laundry machine. Okay. Whereas, like, you know, old-fashioned launders, like, you actually have more, like, a beating, like, you smack the dirt out. Yeah. Which is a different kind of force. So you're basically like pushing it outside of the fibers. Interesting. And just the chemicals that we use too is really harsh on our clothes. Yeah. No, I I heard that you're not really supposed to wash jeans. You're supposed to spot clean them and Mm -hmm. then let them air out. Yeah. Well, especially like real jeans. And anytime you're, you're working with natural fibers, which is why I love natural fibers so much because you don't have to clean them. Is uh, that the the whole like airing out, which people might laugh at, but it actually works when you're dealing with natural fibers. Yeah. Because there's it's a more of a living thing. Like maybe not like the plants like as much, but definitely wool and anything like a, a fiber, like a protein fiber, is gonna have that kind of. It's still basically alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, um, it's like if it was on the sheep, it's just been cleaned and there's going to be oils on it. There's going to be oils on it. It's just like bacteria on there. Good and bad. Yep. So that, that airing it out actually does help. Well, if you haven't noticed, we we love our tangents out here. And that's why we started this podcast is to have tangents. First of all, have we ever explained where we got our name from? I don't think so. And I'm curious if, if this is the thing about stories and history is that your your version might be different than mine. So I'm curious. Yeah. So because we haven't we haven't planned this folks. If you if you couldn't tell, we have not talked about this at all. So give your version of the story and then I will give mine if where you go wrong and Okay. Yeah. They'll, they'll know what actually happened. Oh, the story is told how the ship went down. <laughs> And everybody died. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> it was a bleak, late winter's day in Traverse City Bay. Oh, we're going that far back. Back through the years, I go wondering why.
once again Back to the seasons of my youth Oh. <laughs> yeah, I said how we got our name. No, I, no, because that, no, I'm talking about the lunch break. Oh. I mean, this is the podcast recap, retrospective. Oh, we don't get to talk about the business. I thought we were going to do that on the anniversary of the business. Oh, okay. Hold them in suspense. Sounds good. Until we decide. That was like a really good teaser then. <laughs> we just talked about how people hate teasers while well, you guys can and just. And you're going to have to wait until we decide when we actually started the business. That's a, that's a question I don't even know the answer to. Uh, it's, it's late August, early September. I'll have to double check. Okay. On what it actually is. But I kind of thought we would do like a August. Cause Symposium? It's, what does that even mean? I'm not sure, but it sounded <laughs> like the right word. I thought because it's like our birthday month as well. Yeah, like yeah. You and I have that. And so I thought we would just kind of make it a whole like birthday celebration. Yeah. August. Woohoo. So, do, you, do you get excited about birthdays? I don't even know. I I I enjoy the excuse to get together and like yeah. we go out to the ball game or that's yeah that's what I like is that I like the excuse of like oh we're going to go out to a nice restaurant with the family. But I it's weird for me birthdays are really weird because after like twenty two I haven't felt different. No, and I mean I just feel like I and I'm trying to get over this, but I just feel like with each birthday I freak out more. Really? Yeah. Oh, like, I never like, you feel I, like time slipping away? Yeah. I never thought I was going to be that kind of person, but I was just like, I don't know, like, I've spent the last five years doing nothing. Interesting, because I think I have and a so, longing like, to become an old person. I think, I mean, of, I think, of, old, I think I about old age stop. all the time. You do? Like, I don't, I never want to stop. I always want to, like, keep doing something. Like, what, I don't know what it will be, but I want to just be doing something. Oh, I think about... I don't ever want to be retired, so I shouldn't be freaked out. But for some reason, 25 really freaked me out. Oh. Because I'm like, that's half to 50, and 50 is half to 100, and then I'll be dead. Yeah. And it's going to come so fast. Oh, I mean, it will I come think really just, fast. I think it's just like, I, when I was 13, I was like, oh, I'm never going to get old. And then all of a sudden, I'm 25. And I'm like, wait, what happened? I was just 13. Hmm. Like, I'm just barely... That's the part that freaks me out, is I don't feel older with each passing year. Oh, that's good. Like, I, don't, I feel like... I don't think like, I don't... I, actually, physically, I feel better than I did That's years what ago. I'm saying. Like, I feel like I physically that's get better. That's a good better. point. You need to look at that. Like, how do you feel internally? Instead of comparing, yeah. like, your number to other people's number and see how you match up. But, like... I like, feel like I'm still feel... peaking. Like, I'm still getting smarter and stronger and faster. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I would. If you look at it that way, that's a better way to look at it, probably. Yeah. Do like, that. Do that. Do be, that. Be more, be more happiness. Well, I want more happiness. Okay, Speaking well. of happiness, we started this podcast because we wanted to make millions of people happy. You get your tongue fixed, who knows? You can make millions of people happy. Millions of people happy. If you'll remember our Kermit <laughs> Defrog episode. Uh, that is honestly one of my favorite episodes. It, it, it won a lot of hearts. Okay, so you need to get to the story of like why we started doing a podcast. Because I, I think why we did a podcast for me. One thing I have this conversation fairly often is that there's no Christian culture, mm. and we bemoan the state of our culture mm-hmm. endlessly. It's one of the 
things we love to bicker about. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe instead of complaining about the way the world is, maybe we should just start to do something about it. And, and yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard. That's definitely something that like why like very deep core value of this podcast. Why we do what we do. I don't know if you've ever heard the the you know kind of like corny saying like be the change. Yes, I've heard that. How I guess I would kind of view it is don't critique the culture, be the culture. Yeah. Right. It, it, don't just sit back and critique that everybody's doing things wrong you have to create a culture like if you're not willing to put in the work to to be a culture yeah that is is holding up to to god's standards and your standards uh then then i don't think you're allowed to critique yeah i, mean, I guess like i mean there are people's jobs are are to critique but like there's got to be that balance and i feel like it's very easy to just bemoan and to complain but I think the best... Without, like, adding anything into the world. Mm-hmm. You're just tearing down what's in the world. Yeah. That's that's what I felt, is that you can't just stand by and say, oh, everything is awful. Ain't no use driving. Ain't no use joking. Everything is broken. And then almost take joy in the fact that you get to bemoan how awful everything is yeah and you get to kind of shun everything that's out there instead of interacting with it and, mm-hmm. and grappling with it and saying like what can i learn from this and what beauty is out there so that i can propel it forward yeah so that <coughs> that impetus was there and i think we were working on ducks never waver a little bit you were you were kind of taking over as the mm-hmm. the main star creator and moving in yeah in I, was take, I was force. taking over the business yes yep. and i think we found felt that in order for us to be able to sell material goods we had to tell people the story of why we were doing what we were doing yeah bringing bringing it to that that next level Cause, uh, because if people are like, oh, tell us your, your why, which I've, I've already said how much I hate that, and like your mission statement or whatever. Uh, but, uh, you know, you can only go so deep in a two-sentence Yeah. Right, and, 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 and it's, mission and it's, statements always end up coming off either corny or disingenuous. Yeah. yeah. And because there's no relationship there, and I think that's the one cool thing about what we get to do with this podcast is we get to build our relationship. Yeah. Brother and sister, yep. But uh, we also get to build this relationship with our listeners. Mm-hmm. And then they actually get to know what we actually stand for. Like, yeah. It, it would be very easy yeah, to Yeah, and just get to know who we are as, as people. That's what I mean. Yeah, it, and it's, it's not just like a blurb of like, oh, she does blah, 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 blah. But actually like get into the deeper... Depths of yeah. depths of what makes a, a person a person, and that's what we're about here is humanity. Like what makes us human? Like how 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 do we interact with one God another and man? Like that's in the world that God created. Yeah, and and that's and that's why we started a podcast. Mm-hmm. And on a human level, I thought it would be kind of fun to say like literally how we started this. Because uh, I think what we were finding is I you were moving on to, to a new stage in your life and a new job as well. And you're also just really bad at texting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we used to, and th- this is where the name Lunch Break comes in, is we used to, before you got a you know steady girlfriend. Yep. Uh, who was going to stick around longer than six months. 
<laughs> but on your lunch breaks, when you were a welder fabricator, yeah. we would have very similar conversations via text. Yeah. So we, we would have these kinds of conversations. And, but they kind of had like slipped, like started to slip away. Yeah. And, uh, we both, I, at least I thought that was very unfortunate. Yes. And I, I, I think you did as well. And I think too, like you're moving out, right? Yeah. So that you're not there to converse really. And unless yeah. you set aside a time to, to converse, you're not going to. That's true. Uh, and so that's kind of where the I, the name lunch break, because people are like, oh, this is a really long lunch break, or this was, you know, a weird, you know, I'm like, but the, the, the name lunch break was because this is the sort of things that we would talk about yes. on our lunch breaks. And even though, you know, right now we're recording at night, uh, it's the, it's the mythical it's the mythical lunch it's break. It's the everlasting lunch break. It is the, you know... It's just like the, the perpetual meal? It's the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did the everlasting meal, the perpetual meal... I think I did say perpetual meal, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. So do you want a pet duck? Yes. I want a pet duck. Okay. I want pet ducks. How do, how do we get the ducks? How about you take the ducks? I don't have that much space. Why not? Well, I have space in my freezer, but that's about it. Oh, my. We can't kill breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Why not? That's why I named them that. (laughs) (laughs) They are the symbol of the ever-giving meal. I've said some regrettable things on here. (laughs) This is why we can never run for office. (laughs) Exactly. Phew. And we did that on purpose, I think. Yeah. But basically, we're just bringing you into our... Um, conversations that we we have and obviously to make it worth your while we do try to raise it a little bit yeah and we try to have some bullet points and and we try to do some research uh and and then you in post-production make it more polished so that there's not so many uh (laughs) (laughs) yes and then also the amount of times that there has been a train of thought that just like kind of whispers away into the wind Mm -hmm. and then dies Mm mm-hmm and that's thankfully been cut out. Yeah. More times than not. Yeah. So Be- yeah. because that's the way a conversation works. Yeah. And sometimes but it's painful to listen to. It's painful to listen to. It's not worth your time. Right. Because when we have these conversations, we're exploring different avenues of of who we are and who mm-hmm. the other person is, and we get to a point sometimes where we almost wish we hadn't like started to say something. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it's like. Well, I didn't need to say that, or I don't even think that anymore. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just like get yeah, exne the 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 convey. Yeah, the con- <laughs> <laughs> my convoy. The conversation. Okay. <laughs> exne. It con- would be observation K. Oh, okay. That's how pig Latin works. Oh, I don't know it. <laughs> I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Greek to me. Yeah, but I mean, while we we will cut those things out, we do try to maintain the idea that we're, you know, having a conversation, and it's not a lecture because we can recommend lectures for you to listen to, mm-hmm. and that's not why we're here. But we're here to show you that you can have an uplifting but meaningful, meaningful. and and deep conversation with someone and, fulfilling, with, yeah. and fulfilling without it being 
um, attacking, without it being political, without it being hurtful, without it being, you know, insulting people or whatever. Like, we don't need to do that to have a, a good conversation. A good conversation. And so that's what we're here is we're, we're here to have good conversations. Yes. How did our first podcast go, Megan? <laughs> it was so bad. <clears throat> I mean, broader, I think the first four went really bad. But, but the first one went really bad, and that was not... That was outside of our control. A little bit. What 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 did you think? What now was... you're now you're interviewing me. I have the sore throat. Okay. You just so, tell, just tell it. Okay. So one thing that we got wrong is I, the mic was very directional, and then I kind of just didn't turn my head towards the mic. So. Oh, you're not going that far the... back. Back through the years, I go wondering once again. The seasons of my youth. What? You're not going. Oh, you don't want to go that far back. What? What far back? The very first time we recorded was in your car. In your in your. That's truck. what I was saying. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. You didn't to... get the setting. Oh yeah, we we were. I was at work. And weird things were going on at work, so there was a, a weird milieu. But anyways, we started recording in, in my truck, and the sound didn't turn out so great. No, and I mean, just both of us were so nervous, and then we had, like, the added stress of, you know, we thought this would be okay to do, and then all of a sudden things were changing at that business. Turns out a couple months later, things really, really changed. Yeah. Was it even a couple months, or was it? No, it wasn't. It was, it was a couple the same weeks. month. Or was it the same month? It was, the, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think we first, our first record was in, in February, but... Wasn't it? It was March that we launched. So, I mean, it could have been that we tried in February and yeah. then it ended up being yeah. in March. Yeah, that's uh, what it was. But, yeah, it was a very, it's a very directional mic. And uh, I, I just always think of uh, Singing in the Rain. Yes. Where, you know, she just keeps, like, turning, turning her. her head. And then she's like, I can't make love to a bush. Dana, we're missing every other word. You've got to talk into the mic. Well, I can't make love to a bush. All right. All right. That was me. That was you because you yeah. kept turning your head away. Uh, and I was just like, and then I'm just like, I'm going to be really close to the mic. And I'm going to be so nervous. I'm going to talk a little bit too loud. <laughs> and hope for the best. Expect the worst. Some breach and pain. Some die of and so that, and that it we, was like a very technical and just like we didn't know what the heck we were doing nope and we still don't but we know no, more we know a little bit more of what we're doing but it's still a very hack job so don't worry our quality will still suffer, you know, suffer and, and be at the low that you expect although i will say that it is because of the people who have dropped coinage in the donation buckets that we have a better mic mm -hmm. and we it have is. it you know it thank and you I, I think it you does improve it has improved it has improved it yes. and it also has improved us because we don't have to sit side by side and like do oblique crunches yep. to get out of the way so the other person can use the mic and we also <laughs> don't need to sit like super close to each other there was a point where we were bad breath distance apart. <laughs> it was so bad. It was very distracting. Because it was like you, you usually don't 
you usually don't have a conversation when you're like literally the only thing you can see is the other person's eyes. And there's a couple times of like I'm glad I'm glad we have a good relationship, but man, this is testing it. This is not good. This is not good. So now we can actually sit a reasonable distance apart and be much more comfortable. I mean, like if we were trying to be legit, we would each have a mic and like a sound. We'll get there. Balancer. All but, in good time. Uh, exactly. Takes patience. You need time to grow. Yep. Just like the little seedling. That's still one of my favorite podcasts is the garden one. Aw. That's because it's all about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And your point. <laughs> so we actually have to record, re-record podcast episode one. Mm-hmm. And I think we did really try to do something that was difficult right off the bat because we were talking about pain i know and we were talking about your pain everybody's pain there's a three yeah, part it's even pain yeah i did so much research for that i don't think it came off as well as it like, could have well as, as many hours of of research research that i put in it uh but i was neither here nor there but it was a four a four grouping of, about pain yes and, I mean, I guess it did really set the precedent of this being a pain. Yes. <laughs> for uh, everyone. We, we warned you from we the start. We warned you. I mean, you knew it was going to be about pain, and we, we, we have we have brought that. the we pain. We have brought the pain. What's your prediction for the fight, then? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. And then we moved on from there to, um, I think we did culture care next. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we did. We did culture care from um, Makoto Fujimura, which are, we really should read some more of his books. I think we really should read more of his books mm-hmm. and then reach out to him and have him on the podcast. You're so confident. Yeah. You're just so confident. I'm like, this is such a big shot. Like, do you realize like he's such a big name in the arts? So? His book leads one to believe that he wants to have the same things that we want to have happen, happen. So. <laughs> happen, well, we'll see. And maybe we'll he's. I mean, you're getting a little window into how Edwin's like over optimistic. About I, most things. Until, I, until you say, Edwin, I'm worried about this. And he was like, yeah, you're probably right. It's all going to fall apart. <laughs> like if you ask him for like encouragement, then he won't give it to you. But otherwise he's just like, oh yeah, it's totally like, yeah, of course. Like. We Why can not do have this. a celebrity on the show. They're totally yeah. going to do it. They will. No worries. I th- I think I should reach out to him. Okay. Go I for think it. yeah. Go for it. It's now public <laughs> that I'm going to make a fool of myself. Yep. Where do we go from the early beginnings to like when we started hitting our stride? What 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 changed? I think for me um, releasing the pressure of having to be an expert. Yeah. And having to say all the right things all the time, like to, to, you know, say every new, like I just had this pressure at the beginning to, to capture every nuance of a subject and every point of something. And hopefully we've, we've shown that you can only, like, if, if it's a good piece of art, you're only going to scratch the surface. And so kind of, like, releasing that pressure to say everything, every layer that's mm-hmm. in, like, I don't know, a T.S. Eliot poem. Like, it, it, it would take so long and so much study to say that. And, like, it wouldn't even be one conversation. Like, you have full courses on T.S. Eliot because 
is there, right? Yep. And so kind of releasing that and trying to have more fun with it, I think, and, like, be, like, more coming as amateurs. And yeah, like somebody... The love who, of it. Exactly. And trying to share their love of it and hopefully instill that love in, into the next person. Yes. Right? And to, to show... And to share the joy of, of what we've experienced. Yeah. And just to broaden people's horizons to things that they may not know or, or to just say, like, oh, yeah, I really love that, too. I don't know. Like, yeah. I just think that's nice when you get new ideas and, yeah. you know, dust off old ones. So I think that the pressure of having to be an expert, because I was driving myself crazy of trying to, like, have so many notes. And I do write notes. I don't want to make it sound like, I don't do anything for this anymore. I just blah, 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 blah. I do. I do try. Uh, but I, I was really, like, trying to just... Oh, cram. Yeah, after every podcast, you'd be like, was that worth people's time? I was like, eh, people watch Instagram reels. I wouldn't worry about that much. <laughs> yes. Right. And so I think leaning into, like, the, the more try to be... Try, trying to give it in a fun way. I'm like... Because, like, fun has its value as well. Like, if I can, I can bring something that is meaningful, but in a fun way. If we bring a little joy into your humdrum life, it makes us feel as though our hard work ain't been in vain for nothing. Bless you all. Right? That's a, yeah. that's a twofer, you know? Or well, like that I, think, is... I think having fun is so important because, one, you don't remember the stuff that's drudgery. Mm-hmm. And, and two, why not take joy in what God has created and given us? Yeah. And so for me, the turning point was when I started adding video, not video clips. I never know what to call audio, it, audio clips yeah. from visual things and music as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but a lot of them are from movies. And I, I think it started because, oh, I started on the Quigley one where I wanted to open and close with certain quotes. Oh, I for a split second, when I... Listen to the podcast. I thought I did a really good Quigley impersonation. Mm-hmm. Like really spot on. Because you read it as a placeholder and yeah. I was also wasn't sure if I would be able to put the audio in. Yeah. And so, so you I read had, it I had so read you, the qu- when you listened back to it, you thought that was your audio. And you're like, For- wow, I sound exactly like Tom Selleck. Yeah. And I'm like, uh. I can get paid for that impersonation. <laughs> That's how but good I was. Why didn't anybody tell me this beforehand? Forget this construction career. That's right. <laughs> uh, but then, then I don't really know. I think... Uh, well, maybe I should ask you, what, what was your... What, when did I actually start doing it full force? Oh, I I remember the Muppet one obviously had quite a few. Yeah, but that wasn't that. That no, was this year. No, it's no. been more than that. Yeah, I don't know. It was after Quigley, though. I, I think that's when the, the, it started to, to sneak its way in. Yeah, and... I, I do like that we, we heard back from some listeners, and at first they were a little hesitant. Yes. And, and, and I was and, like, just wait. Just give it a month. Yeah, get, get, get used to it. Yeah, just get used to it, and uh, get used to it, and pretty like i think it was a month or two and then it was like oh yeah this one was perfect like it hit yeah. the perfect stride i'm like 
I didn't really do anything different. I'm glad it hit you right. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe it just was better timing on my part, but I didn't feel like I wasn't purposely doing anything different. No, but I mean, you have gotten better at them. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I've gotten better at making them, finding them, all of that. Yeah. And nothing makes me more angry than when I can't find it and I know exactly where it's from. Yes, that is. And that's very frustrating. But, uh, no, and it's weird because it adds a lot more time to my, my edits. Of course, yeah. Cause you like, gotta... not, like, the finish time, but the the um, time it takes me to make it. Yes. But I was getting really bored and deflated editing it because yeah. it was just, like, nitpicking everything we said, and I wasn't listening to it. It just, you, you listen very differently when you're editing and you're just trying to find every um, you're trying to, like, make sure the sound is balanced, you're just, it's very boring and then everything you sound just sounds grating because you're like oh i'm so dumb yeah right that's everything and so then when i was listening to it i'm like oh my mind free associated to this let me Mm -hmm. put this in there yeah uh it made it way more interesting because i just have a very associative mind but uh i have a I, i do have a deeper point with doing that and it is because i believe that everything is interconnected Yes, you just need to be willing to see the connections. And I, I think being willing to put yourself in the mind of absurdity and stretch your mind. And like to me, like that's a, a way of practicing creative thinking. Yeah. It's if you're able to follow somebody's leaps and bounds and to see that connection. Like, why was that connected to that? And, you know, why would they think that? And then you start seeing those patterns in your own life and you're like, you draw back to that. And and then I'm, the- I freely admit that like 90% of what I say all the time comes from movies. Yeah. <laughs> and like movies, and like I just quoting all the time. So much so that I'll say something original and people ask me, which movie was that from? Yeah, and I've like, had the same thing. And they're like, no, that, that was me. And they're like, no, really? I'm like, that was actually me. This time. This time. This time I'll let you, you know? So. No footnote, no footnote needed on this one. <laughs> and and it's fun for fun for me, too, to, to see the wealth of knowledge that I have. And then like, I don't mean that in a, in a cocky way, but I mean that in a, a way of like, oh, I do know this stuff. And like, oh, that, I don't know. It keeps me sharp, right? Because like, if I can pinpoint it, I was like, oh, that pulls off that piece of knowledge that I have and keeps it fresh so that I can use it for something else. It's kind of like doing a little dust in my brain. Yeah, I get that. So, I don't know. I think I think I want to just la- bring that layer of absurdity. I don't think we embrace absurdity enough. I think we should all watch the Marx Brothers Duck Soup at least once a year. This is true. In case you haven't heard before, I think they think we're going to war. I think they think we're going to war. We're going to war. I think they think we're going to war. We're going to war. We're going to war. We're going to war. We really have to embrace the absurdity, and I want this to be a space where you can embrace absurdity. Well, because in a way, everything's absurd. The reality is absurd. The fact that we exist is absurd so when you can embrace absurdity it you're embracing life it's more of a like a pulling it's more of a like a manipulation of 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 thought of thought and space and 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 the the time space continuum that's exactly right (laughs) anytime i can get that in i'm happy i have it when i listen 
to the podcast again. It at first it was very trying, of course, because you're getting used to your own voice mm-hmm. recorded and the stumbling at times and the weird hiccups in in your speech Learning patterns. I have it now. Must be catching. Learning that you have a stutter. Yes. I didn't know I had a stutter. I didn't know you had it either. I didn't know. And I was editing you. And, you know, I just got to a certain point on, like, some words I just had to leave it in. Yeah. Also, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a stutter. And that's partly why I leave it in. Because I'm like, people people stutter. And that's fine. But I, I asked mom and dad. I'm like, did you know that Edwin has a stutter? And they're like, yeah, he's always had a stutter. How are you just discovering this? I didn't know I had one. (laughs) Our parents lied to us. They kept this information from us. That would be like a movie reveal. Yeah. Like, mother, father, how did you know? And how did you keep this from me? Uh, (laughs) So, but like, that's just, if, if you grow up with someone, that's just the way they talk. That's just the way Edwin talks. I never noticed it. But like editing it when I'm like, see all your like little blips in the yeah. soundbar, but also just trying to edit it. I'm like, whoa, it's really there. Yeah. It's, it's weird because it's not a typical stutter. I don't think. Well, I mean, there's different speech impediment stutters. Right, like, right, it, right. You get, you get hitches in like in common places. Yeah. And like, I can predict when you're going to have it. Weird. Yeah. Or like, oh, that word's going to trip him up. So cool. Yeah. So there's, there's certain words I can't, I can't think of now, like what example. And like, if you're tired, like sometimes like as we like record longer, yep. it, it kicks in more, but not always. It gets worse when you're excited. Oh, for sure. And you're trying to talk fast. It's like, blah, 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 blah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's because there's a, there's a speed mismatch between how mm-hmm. excited my brain is trying to get the mm-hmm. words out and my tongue can't do it. <laughs> No, but what I was going to say, besides noticing that I had a stutter, Mm -hmm. that was quite eye-opening, and I'm sorry, everybody who's had to listen to me for the last (laughs) 28 years. Mm -hmm. Um, But that that explains why, though, you don't have an accent. Like, people can't pinpoint your accent. Yeah. Because you talk in a different speech pattern, because I think you're compensating for a mild stutter. Yeah. That makes sense. Anyway, that was enough of my interruptions. I think that's just really cool. (laughs) That you can ha- that you can have a stutter and not know it. <laughs> the first man we should bring you to like a freak show or whatever. Yeah. Like the first man to not know he had a stutter. <laughs> but I'm like, and then you read the advertising, and you're like, wait, that's me. <laughs> you see your poster of yourself. It's like, no, that's not me. And then you no longer are the only person that doesn't know you have a stutter. Yeah. No. Oh. It was very short lived. <laughs> <laughs> When listening, when re-listening to the podcast back, and I I listened to it, want to give you feedback, and mm-hmm. then try to be better for the next time. Make sure the energy levels are at the correct. Oh, that's hard. Dial that it's that's very, really hard having because, enough energy but not too much energy. Yeah, we've had some pretty um, what's it manic ones? Yes, like pretty like the dictionary one. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was nuts. I was listening back to it. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> Wow, that was uh, yeah, not too much energy, but I'm like it's a, it's energy on a different level. Yes, <laughs> it's like a different <laughs> atmosphere. <laughs> so so yeah, having that and like we've had somewhere with really low energy, and I'm like just low it's energy that day, just, and it's just a bummer. But like sometimes it happens. Yeah, 
and that happens for a multitude of reasons. Oh, yeah, just life and just where you're at. But it's sometimes also you're just not paying attention. That's true. To it, and you, you just kind of like, oh, we're just comfortable in this chair. Yeah, like, just yeah. What you think about this, sis? Also, what I have when I listen back is I will be like, oh, I should have said this. Mm. And then I'll say it. And I'll be like, man, that's good on me. I'm glad I said that. <laughs> Again, with the optimism, I have I, it where I'm like, I, I'm like, I should have said that. And then I don't say it. <laughs> You're just like, good, good for me. Look at me. I, you know, not I, bad for a stuttering I idiot. I think, I think we're really <laughs> revealing our personalities on this, this episode. <laughs> Where I'm just like, so, I get done with it. I'm like, I have so many regrets. Oh, I just think I can I'm hear, ho- I can hear all the, like the criticism. Oh no, not me. I think my jokes are even funnier listening back to them. <laughs> even know that they're coming. I do. I do. I think that makes them better actually <laughs> because I'll be like, Oh, this is the Hitler joke. Oh, the- <laughs> get your cup of, uh, what is it? Bitter and spite. And, uh, what was it? Hateful spite. Hateful spite. Get your cup of hateful spite today. Yep. Oh, man, we've had some times. But going forward, we're going to have even more good times. Mm-hmm. We have lots of ideas. Yep. Now mostly, mostly taking a vacation. Hey, I get to go on vacation next week. Oh, yeah, that's right. You do so. Oh, you're going to bring back all sorts of stories. I should, yes. My adventures to Narnia. Oh, that would be really cool. You, if you would bring back that, I, I think you should. I'll be like Jason and the Argonauts going mm-hmm. to the, get the fleece. Yeah. The woolly fleece. Mm-hmm. The golden fleece. The golden woolly fleece. <laughs> the woolly golden fleece. The woolly goldy fleece. That was, remember that movie growing oh, up? Oh, absolutely. Just, just uh, with the claymation. Yeah, Ray um, Harryhausen. Yep. So good. Uh, yeah. I think like the acting isn't amazing in it, but you just I don't, it's just a really fun adventure movie. Yeah, especially when you're how old were we? I don't know. Twelve. Six. It's twelve. Six. <laughs> yeah, there's a six year age difference between us. <laughs> no, there isn't. I'm older than Edwin. Yeah, by three days. Yeah, by three days. <laughs> You're going to have to cut that out because it makes no sense. It makes no sense. People don't understand me. I don't even want to be older than you anymore because you're broken and decrepit. Ah! I I don't believe you're... I'm feeling much better. (laughs) (laughs) Bring out your dead. Here's one. Ninepence. I'm not dead. What? Nothing. Here's your ninepence. I'm not dead. Yeah. He says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not he isn't? Well, he will be soon. He's very ill. I'm getting better. No, you're not. You'll be stone dead in a moment. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. Stone will be. I'm I have, much better. I have only they one... They all say that. I have only one nagging injury. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's not bad no. for, for all the stupid things you've done in your life. Yeah. I mean, you haven't really... You're not that stupid a person, like daredevil type things, but you just choose jobs that are not easy on your body. Yeah. Because even when you had your sales thing, like you were you were flat footing it with a heavy briefcase, and I'm like, yeah. you're gonna wreck yourself doing that. Yeah. Was that because you didn't have a car? No, I had a car. It just when you get to the neighborhood, you're walking from door to door. So it just park... seems so antiquated that you went door to door. 
I can't remember the last time we had it. It was very antiquated, and it it was also slightly illegal. Because I didn't, I I didn't get the uh, the little card that you have to uh, have to get. Because I can't remember the last time I've had something. That's partly come to why the door. every most municipalities have the um, no solicitation. Well, unless you have the card, which is it's not a big deal. You basically go there and you pay your fifty bucks. It's like a fishing can, license. Yeah. Yeah. Fishing for sales. Exactly. Well, the reason uh, people set do- them up, you knock them down. The people, the reason people don't do them. Well, you also live on a busy street, so it's uh, that's not gonna, true. I do because we've had it in our neighborhood. In a more times. Um, commercial yeah. area. But the the sales, the turnaround is not that great. Mm-mm. Although I did have an interesting experience with one recently. They're trying to sell home security. Oh, okay. And it was just kind of funny because the guy was so socially awkward. It made me feel like he was just like casing my my house so oh. that he could steal. Because yeah. like he's like talking to me and then he turns his back to me, and he's like, "Yeah, this isn't like the worst neighborhood I've been in, and like I guess everything's pretty safe around here, but you never know, especially if you don't if you don't get this you know there's no like what's your plan b kind of thing i felt like i was getting shook down that's hilarious i saw a thing uh, on on instagram that you should just put really really long screws in your door jam for your deadbolt instead of the little screws and then that'll keep you safe now you have a completely glass front door so people could just smash that and walk right in yeah but you know those screws would really help Yeah, Everybody it, was like, wow, such a great idea. And I'm just like, there's other ways to get inside a house. I mean, maybe it will help a little bit. But if they're that motivated that they're going to break down a deadbolt. Well, deadbolts typically are pretty secure. Like, they're talking about the, that little faceplate. Yeah. Yeah. In the door jam Strike for plate. your... Yeah. 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 That, that's a good tip. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's just not, like, going to keep you safe. No. I mean, it's funny being in the construction industry the number of times that we've had to break into houses to mm-hmm, like work, to work on them well i know yeah. we've had one situation in our life where somebody had to break into our house and i'm yeah. just like you i really don't want to make it too hard <laughs> because like i know i'm going to be that person that needs someone else i'm going to call them and say break into my house yeah and then i'm like fortified at like fort knox yeah never getting in and never getting in and then i'll be desperate yeah and I don't know what I would do, like call the police, like get this person into my house because I need something inside of it. Like, I don't know what I would do. So that's why I'm just like, there's always like, lock every door but one. <laughs> yeah. But they never know which one it is. Well, it is it is funny that really uh, with when it comes to security of anything, you're just, how inconvenient is it to get in? Mm-hmm. And because, like all the codes and everything where people are just like, you have like three seconds to, to unlock the code and otherwise you're going to like set off the beeper and then you visit somebody's house and you didn't know that you set off the beeper. Oh, the setting off the beeper is pretty, pretty serious. It is pretty serious to set yeah. off the beeper, but yeah. it seems so easy to set off the beeper. That's why most because people never what... arm the system. Exactly. And then, but, but like if you forget your code, what if you have fibro brain and you walk into your house and you don't know what the code is? Is it one 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 one, <laughs> or is it one 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 one? It is weird how you can have those numbers that you use all the time, mm-hmm. 
and then you will blank out. Exactly. Like the last four of your sosh. Oh, no, but I have it more just like the order of it. Yeah, I know all the like numbers might, there. Because you might have it, okay, let's say your code is actually 5116. But then you're like, was it 6115? Was it 6511? Was it 5161? Like, I, it's the order. Like, you have all the right ones, but, like, yeah. what was the order of it? <laughs> There's, like, passwords, too. It's like, is this the one that I put this thing in? Yeah. That, was it this time that I made this a number, or did I just have it as, did I capitalize this? And you're like, security. It's overrated. Absolutely. It's exhausting to be secure. Oh, I, the password things drive me nuts. I know. Now, I, I used to try to remember all of them, but now I just, like, automatically hit save on Google. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what you have to do for some of these. I know. One, it kind of is annoying to me that you always need to have a secured account with mm-hmm. all these businesses. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Is that the way we got to function in this world? It's weird. And I then, guess anytime you put your email address in, they want it to be secure. Well, they want... Yeah. I don't know who they is, but they want it. And they want it now. Yeah. <laughs> Who's they? If I knew who they were, they wouldn't would, be they. They wouldn't be they. Oh. No. <coughs> Anyways. Working in this modern world, I have we had any technical difficulties besides our first podcast, Megan? Yeah. Didn't we have something where, like, the... Yeah, we had it with our recording software that it would just cut out random parts. Yeah. Yeah, you you remember that too? That was very frustrating. Right? Yeah, we like, had to. I knew that's exactly... the other one we had to redo. Yeah, what was that? That was the hat one. Yeah, out of the hat or the yeah. quick fire quack, as yeah. we call it now. Yeah. Yeah, that was super annoying. Where like large chunks of it were missing, and also because of that, when I got it into the editing software, I would cut a piece. And take it out, and then it would just like replay that one piece over and over again. It wouldn't like mm-hmm. actually cut it out because there was missing. Mm-hmm. It was like just, I guess the file was corrupted, and then it was yeah. doing really funky things. It was like a dust spot. Corrupted. Yes, it was totally corrupted. Venezuelan. Evil, evil thing. I Did you know, know that Venezuela? Venezuela. Venezuela! Has Venezuela. The, the largest oil reserves? Something yeah, because like I saw the five, same um, trivia show that you did. But Yeah, 500 billion barrels of oil. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot barrels of oil. of oil. Yeah. Yeah. And it, nothing. Just nothing after that. Yeah. Not, well, no, it's not being used. Yeah, it's just sitting there. Just sitting there. I know, when they could be giving it to me. Yeah. I would make really good use out of it. I'm sure you would. Yeah. Put it in my helicopter and zoom. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you want a helicopter i really want a helicopter i actually really want a helicopter's um pilot license thing really yeah and then have I wanna... you watched smarter every day's uh learning how to fly helicopter no i have no i've done zero research on this oh, okay <laughs> but i really want it and then i want to want to fly people up and down the coast of lake michigan Ooh. do like little tours lovey-dovey tours oh, okay. and just be like uh tc from magnum okay Magnum P.I.
And, and here we it's... have the pictured rocks. <laughs> I just think being a helicopter pilot would be so fun. And then I just want to like land in the most random places. And just, it's like... the motorcycle of the skies. It really is. I would really love to. And then I just think it'd be so fun like for weddings or like, you know, have like the wedding party in the field and whatever. And you just drop your helicopter and you like whisk them away after the party and whatever. Oh. I don't know. I just think it'd be super fun to like... <laughs> I know. Saigon. Bleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not allowed to put that in the podcast. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, my my noises were not very helicoptery. But I did like that's the zooming sound that I have, and when I make and I like go for a dive, and mm-hmm. you know, yep. can I can I like have people? Can I pull people like surfing on? That would be kind of cool. I'm sure you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. So your helicopter, you can do what you want. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I also want to go parasailing. That looks really totally rad. Yeah. It looks like want... it would rip my arms out of it, my, its sockets, but I really want to do it. Don't, like, you have a little chair you can sit in when you're parasailing. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong thing. What is it when you have the really massive, ginormous kite and you hang onto it with your little twig arms and you have a board strapped to your feet and you just like <laughs> in the water? I'm not sure. I think you need to put all that into Google. <laughs> if they do that on Lake Michigan, like when it's spring and fall, because it yep. gets super choppy there, and they just have these huge kite things, and then they're like surfing, windsurfing. I think that's what it's called. Windsurfing. Okay, yeah. then I want to do windsurfing. Yeah. <laughs> and my little twig arms. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it looks like they're like yanked off, but it looks so fun. It could be fun. Yeah, until you lose your arms. Yeah. <laughs> Dislocated. At least you don't have to worry about sharks in, in Lake Michigan. Yeah, exactly. We've had technical difficulties. We've had changes. We've had growth. And we've we've had high energy. We've had low energy. We've, we've really gone above and beyond the call of podcasters. I don't know. I find the whole, like, realm of podcasters interesting because I feel like most people start a podcast once they have a following. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think this is something to talk about. What's our end goal? Do we have an end goal? Because if we do, I feel like we've reached our end goal, which was to have a podcast. Goal! But for for me, it's an ongoing exploration of life. And as Mm. we do this more often for hopefully years and years to come. Are you ready for that? For years and years to come? Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe I might need some better equipment, but... uh, Oh, that will come. Some some days I get tired of doing it, and I'm like, why why am I doing this? This is so much work, and for what? And I think, I mean, you talk about, I I wish, I hope more people will start to listen to this, uh, because, you know, you can't i mean you can have a culture of two but it's really more effective if you have a culture of 200 yeah and so on and so forth so i i mean like that i would like to get more listeners but that's not i i'm doing that from a this is gonna sound really self-important a way of generosity i just want to share like i don't you know i just hope this is uplifting to people and that other people find it uplifting and that they can add more uplifting things in their life and that they find us and that, 
you know, we're yeah. added positive to their life. But if we're not a positive in your life, then you can ditch us. Like, that's fine. Like, I want us to be positive in your life. I don't know. And that's why, like, I because we're trying to be a positive thing. Like, a positive force for good. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I want more people to listen to it. Uh, but that's... We wouldn't be but talking... But we don't... Yeah, we don't pick topics that are going to go trending. We don't do things in the... You know, like, there's ways that Conventional we could, sense. Yeah, maybe we could do better at that. But that's not really... We want to do what we want to do, and we want to talk about what we want to talk about, not what everybody else is talking about, even if it's getting yeah. the hits... I time. did it my way. Regrets. I've had a few. But then again, too few to mention. Which sounds really self important and arrogant. Well, Hopefully, you take it well that, like, we're coming, like, when we bring something to you guys, it's coming from a genuine place. Yeah. Right? That we're not just filling in the time to try to get likes and hits but we're coming to like we think this is important and this is important to us in this time that we're in yeah so i i don't know like i hope that registers and like is transfers to people is that we're being genuine because i think that's really we, hard. we can we can fix genuosity with the, yeah, the if best you can of them fi- if you can fake sincerity you can fake anything exactly that's but a genuosity. genuosity i made up a word hey you know and this is all you know good space to make up words but, uh, no, and I think it's hard on the internet because, like, if you if you can, honestly, if you can fake sincerity on the, on the interwebs, interwebs you're going to do well. For right? sure. Because people right away, like, it, it feels phonier, right? Because you have that distance. There's not an actual person in front of you. And so the if, thing is about that is people can say true things and still be phony. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And I think that's that's where... You can have people get very large followings and still say some true things, but it still isn't genuine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope that no matter what, we are genuine in all that yeah, we are. Yeah, I would say. I mean, I guess I would say genuine is more like how you say it or why you are saying it than necessarily what you are saying. Yeah, what I've learned the most. Well, doing this is that one conversation takes work. And when people say, oh, I'm not a good conversationalist, I think that they just need to go out and practice some more. And that's actually I come up with a very interesting question. Do you, yeah. do you need to finish your thought? Well, just that when it comes to to being able to talk better and have more meaningful conversations with people, if you're tired of the small talk with people, I remember this being a thing for me. I'm very tired of, of talking small talk with people. Words, 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 I'm so sick of words. I get words all day through, first from him, now from you. Is that all you blighters can do? What you can do is just, you can take the lead. That's the thing with the conversation is there's no hierarchy. You're allowed to just bring your own things in. And say, hey, I was thinking about this today. Mm-hmm. And that made me think of this. Yeah, you're allowed to ha- bring those random yeah. thoughts. And people might be like, oh, that's random. But then yeah. you're like, well, answer. And yeah. then like, oh, sure, I'll answer. And then they'll be like, afterwards, they're going to think, oh, that was actually really cool that they just asked this random thing. Yeah. Or they just shared that random thought with me. Yeah. Uh, no, what I was going to ask is, do you find that this podcast has 
helped you in your non-recorded conversations? Because you said this is this is work. Do you yes. like? Do you think it's like a, a flexing muscle, or do you think it just like can you correlate a connection to? Yes, but if we are talking about the podcast, people ask me about the podcast. I get very shy all of a sudden, and I still have to overcome that. It's interesting. No, like, that's when, normal. When people ask me, "Oh, like, what did you talk about?" on the podcast i'll be like oh well we just talked about about this and that and i i don't i downplay how amazing it is right i think that's just i mean i have that too when people are like when people are are like oh you know what do you make and i'm like i just make stuff i i like yarn and i make stuff right like i I don't know i think that when you're on the spot like it's, it's very easy to downplay and also like we're, we we kind of do things in an introverted way, even though I don't like that term introvert. Yeah. But like we do it in our basement, right? When nobody's watching and we have these conversations and like, it's all people, you know, so then when somebody that you don't know all that well, is like, what, what you know, what, what are you doing? You're just kind of like, uh, you get kind of nervous about it. Yeah. My point was more not conversations about the podcast, but just conversations in general. If I've gotten better at them. Yeah. Mm, yes, a little bit, but I don't feel like I struggled too. Before before starting the podcast, I didn't struggle that much. You're just realizing now that it's work. Yes. And so, like when you have a conversation, and you're tired afterwards. You're like, oh, why am I tired? But now you know. Now you like, know. Oh, you have to yeah. actually work at it. Yeah. I get you. I get you. Get you. Well, folks, I don't know what else you want to say about this, Edwin. Sign up for our newsletter because that is really cool. No, honestly, it is really cool. But before you do that, you really should subscribe to the podcast here. Like, you're already here. If you haven't already, subscribe. Really? There's people who are listening who haven't subscribed? Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, people can do that. Silliness. Yeah, they can do that, and I think you can like and you can rate on certain apps. You can rate this podcast. That's beneficial, not just to us, but it's beneficial to other future listeners. Yeah, it's how they make their choice. It is. It is. So if you say this is something that's helpful to you, then somebody else might find it helpful. Yeah. So and we don't mean helpful in a merely pragmatic sense. We mean something that can in vigorate you to sally forth exactly and so you can you can like it and also you can share it you can share this with people That's that you're good. like oh this is a topic that so and so would really be interested in and you know because we try to tackle a, a wide variety like yeah we're kind of like creative like we we say like we're you know makers talking about made things uh, but we we, t- we try to talk about a variety, and so there's you know going to be one here and there that you know oh Sally is going to really like this one, mm-hmm. and you know um, Fred over there is going to really like this one. So there there's a a plethora. Yeah, of options, a... and you can you know sign up for our, um, you can donate to us if you just want to you know be a patron like the De Medici to to Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. I think we're just going to keep comparing ourselves to Michelangelo. Yeah. Until I have, like, I don't know, until we are Michelangelo. Yes. I, I think if you just keep saying it, then we'll just. Yeah, if you speak it into the, the world, into the void, yeah, it will the be ether. made. Yeah. It'll uh, be made manifest. Does ether make sense? Yeah. If you speak it into the void, the void will talk back to you. Well, it will stare, stare back. 
Oh, it stares back? It doesn't talk back? No. Oh, that's kind of... That's the, kind of like the... the it lacks attitude and punch. Well, it's rather void. Is it? Yeah. Hmm, it's a void void. Yeah. Uh, Not see, one I was those, thinking about the regular void. The one that's full? Yeah. No, this, um, is, this is a void void. Man. Well... Anyways, I guess even with that all being said, you can you can give to us at, at Red Circle. Or if you want to receive something for your, your money besides words, 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 I'm so sick of words. <laughs> if you want to receive something other than words, you can head over to the Etsy shop and you put money in and you get something out. It's like a vending machine. It's, it's like a slow moving vending machine. And the nice thing about this vending machine is you don't have to watch something get stuck halfway down. Mm, mm-hmm. So, like, when you're you're parched and you just want that cool fruit punch Gatorade and, and you hit 11A mm-hmm. and it goes... And it slowly comes to you and you're salivating, thinking of the thirst-quenching power of the fruit punch Gatorade. And all of a sudden it just... It tips wrong and it's stuck there forever, and you have no more change. And you can't, you can't get it. Mm-mm. That's not not the case with the Ducks Never Waver Etsy shop. Nope. It will get to you. It will get to you. If and gets... if it doesn't get to you, at least you don't have to see it there. Exactly. It, 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 I know. A better your eyes. <laughs> we hide it from you. We hide all the the traumatic. <laughs> happenings <laughs> no i don't know i do but... think that sometimes there are cases where somebody orders something and it's panic oh, like for me yes uh yeah well i mean it de- i mean it depends on the thing yeah if something's harder to ship it's like oh no how do i do this now yeah um like some of the baskets have been kind of like oh dear <laughs> oh dear oh dear how do i fit this in a box how smushy is it? It's very smushy, actually. But I'm like, how smush can I get away with? Uh, but, no, everyone's been a delight. And everything's gotten there. I've not heard otherwise. Yeah, that's good. It always says delivered, and no one's... Said, hey, where's my stuff? Yeah, no one's complained. So it works. I mean, every time I'm just like, wow, the postal system works. It's incredible. Wasn't, wasn't that, like, Benjamin Franklin who came up with that? He was Postmaster General, one of the first ones. Yeah. And he, he made it efficient. Yeah. It's really amazing how it, it works. And like when we, we cry the loudest when it doesn't work, but I'm like, we should cry tears of happiness every time it works. Like it, every time you get a piece of mail, you're like, whoa. Package. Yeah. It is quite incredible. You know, and especially you can... like when I'm shipping things to like Arizona or I'm shipping things to Kansas and I'm like, how did it get there? It's so quickly. I know. Although my, my dream is to have my own Pony Express. Yeah. I'm like, for the that... Ducks Never Waver, just have corrals of horses everywhere. Just everything brought by, to you by Pony Express. <laughs> that would be quite a few horses to get to have <laughs> nationwide coverage with Pony Express. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Production. I'm just thinking of the logistics of that. <laughs> Because just the amount of, of workers you would need. I know, and it would be so slow. So slow. <laughs> For nationwide shipping from one location. Oh, man. But, I mean, I'm just, I'm just wanna, like, I just Even if live... you tried to do just Michigan. I know. Just one state. I know. 
I just want to live up to what my my first grade teacher said to me. It's like, you always do things the hardest way possible. <laughs> and ever since then, I've tried to live up to that. Mm-hmm. And I will, I will continue to try to do things the hardest way possible. So I think we're going to get on the, the Pony Express. Here's to doing things the hardest way possible. <laughs> yeah, I think that's our new slogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that on a t-shirt oh but seriously y'all thank you so much for spending time with us uh today or any other day that you you do and um we appreciate everyone who listens and uh all we ask is one simple thing oh dear what is that that you stay quacky ah thought you were gonna say something mean (laughs) (laughs) stay quacky (laughs) 